Thank you to Manscaped and Shopify for sponsoring the channel this week. More on them after the reaction. A little gremlin child I am. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of Yoda as well. I have no idea what the gremlins are like, but that's Me what they neither. look like. Yeah. The only thing I know about gremlins is that, oh, do they have yours? I think so. This is what I know. Every person references Gremlins for one reason. The first movie and the second movie are completely different genres. Sure, sure. I don't know what genre either of them are. I don't either. I, I know people whip this one out around Christmas. Oh, is that true? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Give it to the Jew then. Ron Joxie in the Ooh, house, baby. Ron Joxie. We are watching Gremlins, the first one. We've never seen it. We have no idea what we're in for, but nope. jingle bells are ringing. <laughs> they might be. I might be wrong. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. It's not a Christmas movie. Uh, if you guys are excited about this, like the video, comment, subscribe, hit that bell for notification purposes or for Christmas purposes. Always for Christmas There's purposes. bells at Christmas, right? Silver bells to denote Christmas time in the city. All the bells for Christmas are silver? In the song they are. That is not true. There's a lot of different kinds of bells. Oh, oh. Silver bell. <laughs> Silver bell. Yes, exactly. You have a much better voice than I do. Nah. If you want all the singing and all of the shenanigans, then be super sexy. Become a patron where you can uh, have a full-length reaction watch along where you sync up with your own copy. It wasn't even there. Yes. And I so did it. it. And I did it. You That's where the super the sexy rejects are. That's where John and Greg cover several shows exclusively with reaction highlights and watch alongs included. Purge! Whoa. I just purged all that goodness out. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready for this. I'm hanging right. on the edge of my seat. Okay, let's do it. Also, guys, Roxy's new film, Always Lola, just dropped on VOD. It's been getting great reviews. We'd really appreciate it if you guys check it out. And if you do, come on back in the comments and show her some love. Let them know. Really Ooh, cute. Nice. That was lovely. That was so much fun. Mary Ballsmas Reject Nation. You know what the funny thing is? I already owned this product before agreeing to do this partnership. I could have used my influence ring to get it for free or at a discount. But hey, now you can get it at a discount. Because this week we are, of course, sponsored by Manscaped. As a married man who's always on the move, I value looking sharp while keeping things efficient. And that's where Manscaped's Performance Package 5.0 Ultra comes in, featuring the Lawnmower 5.0, and it is a game changer. The package is honestly a perfect gift for yourself or for another man that you might know. I'll give this to John. If anyone asks, I paid for it out of my own pocket. But no, seriously, this is easily the best because it comes with not one, but two next-gen blade heads. See the difference? It's a good thing I have two now for demonstration purposes. So you got the standard trimmer for a perfect neat trim, but this one, the new foil blade for that super smooth finish, and oh yeah. It's all about safe grooming with their advanced skin-safe technology. Plus, they're waterproof, so no more crumbs on the carpet. The package also includes the Weed Whacker 2.0 for ear and nose, and I definitely use this because look at me, I'm a hairy guy. And the must-have liquid formations. The Crop Soother Aftershave Lotion and the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Say goodbye to post-shave irritation and hello freshness. And the ultimate cherry on top, two free gifts. Manscaped's Premium Boxers 2.0 and the Shed 2.0 Toiletry Bag. Again, I already have one. The boxers, I'm wearing my pair right now. And the bag is perfect for all your grooming essentials, as you can see. So you ready to elevate your grooming game? Head to manscaped.com and use code REJECTS for a cool 20% off plus free shipping. Remember, it's REJECTS checks for 20% off at manscaped.com. Let's get those jingle balls holiday ready. 
with Manscaped. Thank you to Shopify for sponsoring, which is what we use for our merch store and is our game-changing partner in e-commerce. So whether you're launching a passion project or scaling to new heights, Shopify's e-commerce powerhouse guiding you at every step. From creating your first online store to opening physical locations, Shopify makes it seamless. It's perfect whether you're selling exclusive merch or unique collectibles, thanks to their all-encompassing platform for both online and in-store sales. Their checkout system, unmatched! It's 36% more effective at converting visitors into buyers than other platforms. And let's not forget Shopify Magic, their AI tool that elevates your business with minimal effort. But seriously, reflecting on our journey using Shopify for www.rejectnationshop.com, it's been transformative. The transition, smooth, growth, exponential. Thank you again, Reject Nation. From simplifying sales to scaling our offerings, Shopify has been a cornerstone of our success. And Shopify isn't just for us. It powers 10% of US e-commerce, backing businesses big and small in over 175 countries. Their award-winning support, always there to guide you. So ready to join the revolution? Sign up for Shopify at only a dollar a month at shopify.com slash rejects, all lowercase, shopify.com slash rejects. Start your Shopify success story now. Let's grow together with Shopify, team. Super into that. God, what a cast, too. What would you say the genre of that film was? That's a good question. I mean, it's definitely like a mishmash. It's definitely got, you know, horror, comedy, family, holiday. Like, you know, it's not... Howie Mandel. What? Special vocal effects. Frank Welker, fun. Hell yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, you got a bunch of, like, voice actors to do. At least, I'm sure, Mogwai and others. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is one of those... It's like, it's a horror comedy, but it's also, like... You could watch this with your family. Like it's, I feel like you know, kids. There's nothing too harsh or crazy that would either freak or scar, freak out or scar a, like a, a kid. And there's nothing too adult really happening. So like, yeah, it's like a family horror comedy holiday something or other. <laughs> this is a weird question, but like, what do you feel like the lesson of the movie is? Like it's, like it's a cautionary tale. I mean, I guess so. Because at the beginning, you know, it's uh, dad's not taking no for an answer, and he's like, "I must have this." Like, I guess it's that thing of like um, assuming that you can just is it with enough money that you should just be able to have anything you want. And but that's the you know, funny not... part because they didn't have money, but he spent two hundred dollars. You know? Yeah, which in the moment seemed like he was like, "I'll give you," you know, money is no is is uh, is no object. But yeah. But then we know they're hurting. So I don't know. I think it's maybe about uh, respecting nature. <laughs> or something. Yeah, like the lesson at the end. Like you think that you knew what you were doing and you don't. Yeah. Your society is always doing this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Step out of You're it. You're always kind of perverting and exacerbating the things that are laid out for your abundance by nature, you know. You know. And not leaving well enough alone. Peter Gabriel. Mm. I love him. You know, some, the one of the most impressive parts to me was the music. I thought that they just did an excellent, excellent job with the music. In this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's like endearing and, and sweet when it needs to be. And then it's like bouncy and demented when it needs to be. And it all kind of feels appropriately within the spirit of the holiday and all that. Yeah. I'm, I'm into this. Yeah, me too. I mean, I like them. I enjoy, and I think they're kind of rare now, these experiences where you watch and you're like, what genre is this? Like, this is so many things all at once, and it's. I think that helps make it unique. Now I'm super curious about the second one, <laughs> if it's more of a comedy or more of a horror. 
from the vague things I have heard people joke about it, it seems like it's like more zany, more comedy is my guess, but I don't know. I'm sure they'll incorporate some level of horror in some way or another. Is there a world in which you add this to your Christmas rotation? Yeah, actually, I would say definitely. Like, because for me, because for me, like, you know, I, I uh, am certainly a year round horror fan. Um, and I think this is nice. This is like a good, like, November or early December kind of move. Yes. I was going to let him finish the sentence, but I didn't. <laughs> you know what else is good? What? A brand new t shirt or hoodie or whatever you like from rejectnationshop.com. We got so many great designs. New ones dropping all the time. We got this brand new America's Ass the Boys inspired tea. We got the Snip Snip and the Ah Soda Star Wars inspired the Who Influences the Influencers, the Child Protection Services, Space Babies of the Galaxy. That's the perfect shirt for a Gremlins rewatch, all right? These are easily Space Babies of some galaxy. Can I tell you something? Cool. What did you, what was that? <laughs> I just got my first reject shirt. Oh, what is it? What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? It is just, I wanted a classic. I just wanted sure. rejects because it felt like a reject my whole life. And yeah. so it's just a white tea, plain white tea, reject baby. Yeah. yeah. Get yourself one. Get yourself one. Get you one. But you get, get yourself. Get yourself. <laughs> get yourself. That might be on a shirt one day. It's the best way to support the channel. It's our favorite way to support the channel. And, uh, and yeah, we got signs designed in house. We also got some licensed ones too. So uh, go over there, check it out. And uh, hey, if you happen to grab something, send us a picture, tag us in it, and uh, we'll repost you. Send us a pic. I like yeah. it. But anyhow, gremlins. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> if you were going to add this to your rotation. Yeah, I mean, for me, this is like the perfect like November or early December kind of movie where, you know, like, because I Why I, November? Because it's not like it's a Christmas movie, but it's not so much a Christmas movie that it's like about uh, it's not solely being a Christmas movie about Christmas things first and foremost, I guess, is why. So like this is a, a, a fun Christmas based adventure and it feels like Christmas time and there are, you know, warm notes. Um, there's certainly warmth from the family and there's warmth from the like the developing relationship between Billy and uh, the, the Phoebe Cates character and stuff like that. And it harkens to a lot of Christmas movies, but it's not necessarily, uh, you know, the spirit of Christmas. As you're so saying that, I remember that there's that debate, you know, how, I mean, it's been put to bed, but like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> there's that debate. I've heard that with Gremlins too. Is it a, is it a Christmas movie? And like, to me, this clearly was a Christmas movie, mm -hmm. but I do get what you're saying. It's, it's a Christmas movie without like Christmas themes. It's just at Christmas time. Like it starts with the Christmas present, yeah. but I don't feel like the theme was like family is more important <laughs> than any, you know, uh, yeah, it's like. But the, then we do hear that story from Phoebe Kate's character. Yeah, about the, Christmas. The, that was str a striking little piece of tragedy, right? That there. feels like that could be its own movie. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Different tone. Yeah, very. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the nice thing is I feel like this has a lot of Christmas spirit in it kind of around the periphery and stuff like that because yeah it's like everybody is just trying to deal with the holiday in one way or another you've got yeah your people who are in the spirit you've got your people who are like they touch on that and I think that's kind of a nice thing for a movie like this because it's 
it's a, a real thing that they didn't have to do. That whole discussion of like people get really depressed around the holidays and not everybody is in, you know, the spirit and, and here's might be why. And then taking the time to give that character that backstory and that monologue for uh, Phoebe Cates, which was really touching. And even the way they draw the family, it's like you could have had conflict or, or just like, I don't know, other tensions. And it's like, you know, the, the main family like they, they love each other and there's not like a huge like I feel like his inventions in a different movie might have like caught, been a big source of tension. And they're just like a quirky detail. And like you pointed out, it's like the mom, she really loves him and she's kind of amused by his wacky little inventions and stuff. And there's like a lot of warmth there yeah. for the family. You get to choose how you feel about things sometimes. And like they just kind of the son too, like he's so excited with the present and he loves his dad. And even when at the bank, somebody calls it out, like your dad's a loser or never, whatever. Yeah. Like they are a tight family unit. So maybe it is more about family than I'm even letting on, but like it is, I think that's really sweet. We always see the the wife that's so annoyed with her bumbling husband, you know, yeah. like kind of like the Marge Simpson, Homer Simpson issue. And yeah. like, this was like, I felt the genuine love between the dog, the parents, yeah. the kid, like, and when they walk in, it's not like, oh, why does the sword keep falling? Or like, oh, this yeah. orange juice. It's just kind of like what it is. Uh, I am curious what happened to Corey's character. He did kind of just trickle this is another this is another interesting I feel like movies were also kind of poised differently uh, in previous decades where like this had that uh, and also a quality I don't even know quite how to describe it where you have your main characters that you're kind of always with and you have some distinct side characters who you peer in on but who aren't like the point so yeah they don't all get like wrapped up it's like you know Mr. Futterman doesn't really get like a big wrap up and Corey Feldman doesn't get like a big wrap up or something like they're mentioned and they pop up and like you know Corey's on the radio at one point I think that's the last we hear of him um, and things like that, yeah, like I can understand wanting some resolution on them, but I at think the it's same good time, enough. it didn't bother me too much. It was just interesting. Yeah, because like the situation resolves with our main characters in a very sensible way, and then I I, I appreciate the way it handles the rest of them because it almost does feel like just bumping into people around town in a small place where everybody sort of knows each other. You know? Sometimes you want to go. Where everybody knows your, your name. name. See, I usually finish it, but you didn't on that. Sorry, right. I gotta watch more Cheers. I'm sorry. You haven't seen Cheers? I've seen like scattered episodes, but not enough to be like I have binged it and know all the. I don't know the theme song by heart. You're, obviously, you're sitting with the Boston girl, though. You oh, know that, right? I'm sorry. By the next time we hang out, and and That's I'll have seen all of Cheers. Blasphemy. And I'll go to Fenway Pack. Uh, I did think that the guy the. Um, bumbling drunk guy. He definitely had a Boston accent, not a New York accent. I was thinking that for a minute, but I was like, okay, some Boston people move over. Neighbor, yeah, Mr. Futterman, yeah, Mr. Dick Futterman. Miller, yeah, he definitely yeah, I sounded mean, very Boston in this for yeah. some reason. Yeah, he's got one of those like in yeah East Coast East like, Coast yeah, indeterminate exactly. accent. Yeah. Totally, because certain words, I was like, hmm, where are we again? Yeah, um, but yeah, I thought that this was really like. For a movie that it came out in 1984 that you and I have heard about our entire lives, that's been probably hyped up by everybody we know. Yeah. yeah. That, like, definitely, obviously, technology changing to the extent that it has. For me to be like, well, I really enjoyed myself during that. Yeah. I'm pretty excited that that was the the takeaway. Oh, yeah. Like, this, I can absolutely see the love that this has, has garnered over the years. And this does have 
again, a slightly different sensibility than the here and now. And it definitely feels like something more akin to like the time that like an E.T. comes out or something where, yeah, it starts out kind of fun and fanciful and then becomes like a serious situation after a while. And it doesn't lose its sense of fun and fancy, but it does become much more of like a horror movie by then. It also felt like a Steven Spielberg produced film. Yeah. And it also felt like it borrowed from a lot of classics, like a Wizard of Oz type with the witch, but also a lot of currents borrow from this oh a hundred percent which is cool this is funny and it was it was interesting to watch as they there were a lot of things and i'm sure there are more than i'm gonna remember but there are a lot of ways in which i feel like they are homaging christmas movies because it's like he works at the savings and loan and they're watching you know right. uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful life, life at one yeah, point yeah. but and mrs deagle is, is clearly scrooge slash also mr potter um, and yeah, you, you have these other little touchstones to various Christmas movies and iconography and stuff like that uh, in ways that I thought were, if it was now, they would be more like in your face. Like, see, huh? Uh, reference, huh? Whereas here, like they happen and you can catch them and you can go like, hey, that's fun. But it, they're not like screaming. They felt a little bit more subtle and a little bit more sort of I yeah don't know. and same thing with the christmas music like sprinkled in but not all the time and yeah. like, even when it was there it was kind of like a, a twist a variation on it yeah for sure yeah it's not like beating you in the face with it and it's like i liked uh the, the effects i really thought that the way that they chose to you know they they props to joe dante and I've, I've seen a couple of his movies uh namely i mean small soldiers certainly kind of harkens to this and uh, i really liked the way that they shot the Mogwai, the Gremlins, because there's so many moments where you're like, okay, great use of like off-screen elements and camera movements uh, to hide the things that are especially hard to achieve with either stop motion or puppetry. But then there is a bunch of puppetry, and there's a bunch of stop motion animation, or at least here and there for some of the more complex moments, there's stop motion animation. And I thought it blended all those things together in a really, really nice, smooth sort of way. I agree, and I don't mean this um, in any way that. It- like I know that people don't like this word sometimes, but I thought it was really cute the way that it all blended together. Like yeah. I thought that the Mogwai was very cute, and um, I even thought that the that the um, Gremlins, like when they're all marching towards yeah. us, and and you were like, ooh, that stop motion of the all of them like yeah. coming towards. I thought it was endearing and yeah, cute. Yeah, they're zany and wacky and kind of cute and kind of cute. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm into this. Yeah, me too. I liked this a whole lot. Yeah, this was this was kind of everything I I hoped it could be. And nice to have that experience where you're like, I don't quite quite know what this is. Yeah, we and, were like an hour in and I said, dude, what's the genre? <laughs> yeah, and it, and it just keeps kind of twisting and, and warping. And, and yeah, it's it's unique. It's very unique in that way. And I appreciate that quite a bit. Like, yeah, I'll definitely pull this out year year after year during the holidays. I would be curious to see the second one. So you guys, if you sure. want to see us do that, like, comment, subscribe. Don't forget to tell your friends. We just watched Gremlins for the first time. Maybe they haven't seen it. Holiday season's a good time to do a nice watch along with us. Yeah. Any final Gremlins thoughts? Um, I feel like we touched on most everything. I like the cast. Uh, I thought the cast yeah, was too. all very charming. Everybody, you know, was very earnest in their different roles. Good Again, the main cast I thought was really nice. Good character actor work popping up and everything. And a solid script as well. Okay. Well, I thought this was a solidly made picture all around. We might be the rejects, but we don't reject this. Not at all. We accept it. We accept it. you got to change your hat it. then. I Accept. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's dropping next month. <laughs> Get your acceptance hat from On the, the back side, it should be there so you can kind of flip the it. The reversible, like, yeah. Is, you um, flip it inside out. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, his face. Yeah, the mayor. It'll <laughs> the be just mayor. like that. That's another great, like, November or early December movie where it's, like, for partway. But also October. Yeah. I, sure. Do not, do not come at me right now with Nightmare Before Christmas is not a full-blown Halloween movie. It is. I don't watch it during Halloween time, but I don't begrudge anybody who does. I also think it's a Christmas movie, but it's not not a Halloween movie. It is. It is a Halloween movie. That's a debate for a different time. Thanks for being here with us. We'll see you Love soon. Love you all. 